0: Oh, my God.
1: You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
2: You know, what the CIA really dreamed of was sort of like a drug you could give to
3: someone, get them to commit all sorts of unspeakable acts, and they wake up the next day and they don't remember what they've done. The MKUltra program is well known. The American Intelligence Agency had paid for a series of brainwashing experiments under a project codenamed MK-Ultra. The tests were conducted in secret in the United States and in Canada at a mental hospital attached to McGill University. Experimental drugs, including LSD, were administered to human guinea pigs. Regardless of the catch-all-go-to conspiracy theorist moniker to explain away the possibility of this recent culture of mass shooters being connected to the CIA's MKUltra program, it is obvious that the guns cannot murder anyone without a psychotic madman behind the trigger. So one cannot help but look to a possible motive. And every time these possible MKUltra tied shooters point the narrative towards themselves, It distracts from the government's corruption. The James Holmes we're seeing now is a universe away from the clean cut, up and coming neuroscientist he once was. And it never fails. Within hours, these shootings are followed by calls to confiscate Americans' guns protected by the Second Amendment.
4: Another assault weapon used to murder at least 16 people and perhaps another 50 being wounded. It's time for this House to act on extending the previous ban on assault weapons. This has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. This has everything to do with war on the American people. I want to do what will work. And to me, the the, the, the most clear danger right now are these high-capacity magazines.
3: What did the Maine shooter accomplish with his demonic acts, disappearance, and alleged suicide other than the obvious? Not only had he locked down the state of Maine and neighboring areas of Canada, but he briefly put the national conversation on lockdown for citizens still turning to Mockingbird Media for answers to questions regarding known government corruption and the corrosion of national security. As the Pentagon intensifies World War III, the Unanswered questions surrounding Biden's pay to play schemes tied to a two hundred thousand dollar check and a nearly three million dollar purchase of his Rehoboth beach home on his salary.
5: According to bankruptcy court documents, James Biden received these loans, quote, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections, end quote. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into James and Sarah Biden's personal bank account, not their business bank account. And then on the very same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from this same personal bank account to Joe Biden. James Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden as a, quote, loan repayment. AmeriCorps, a distressed company, loaned money to James Biden, who then sent it to Joe Biden. Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings.
3: Can only expect more bizarre incidents like the one in Lewiston, Maine to ramp up. Was 22 year old Diego Barajas Medina an MK Ultra patsy whose programming failed? Medina was wearing body armor, a ballistic helmet, patches, and tactical gear, and armed with an AR 15 style gun and explosives, and was found dead inside a Colorado amusement park with an eerie message scrawled on the wall I am not a killer, I just wanted to get into the caves.
4: He was well-intended to do something um, very heinous. Um, again, why would you prep for that? And whatever he had
3: intention, fortunately, he did not follow through with it. After a police search, no evidence of bomb-making materials were recovered in Medina's private residence
6: the weapons found on the man were ghost guns, which do not have serial numbers and therefore cannot be traced.
3: Why was Robert Card outfitted after going to a military mental institution in the summer of 2023 with high-powered hearing aids that his sister-in-law reported were telling him horrifying suggestions? Why did it take the FBI 24 hours to go to Robert Card's house when the public bulletin came out revealing his home address just a few hours after the shoot Distractions and false narratives. It's the name of the deep state game. John Bound reporting. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today.
7: It's Wednesday, November 1st,
3: 2023. The Alex Jones Show. Because there is a war on, for your mind.
7: All right, obviously we have a lot of incredible news from across our country and around the world. We're going to be laying out today and some really... Powerful, thought-provoking investigative journalists joining us as well, amongst them Joel Gilbert, on the deep dive on Michelle Obama, a.k.a. Big Mike. Incredible developments in Israel, the FBI issuing terror alerts at their highest level for imminent Islamic jihad attacks here inside the United States, assassinations they say that have been successful against U.S. officials, that's been kept secret. What does all that really mean? Well, you'll get next month's news today here. At least a very good prime projection on the future. Now, that said, let me first get into Elon Musk and his Joe Rogan interview yesterday from just a few miles from where I sit in Joe's studio. I know a lot of inside baseball. But if I tell you the stuff that I know, even though a lot of it's been told to me not off record, then it's going to be, oh, that's off record. Why'd you talk about that? And I don't want to talk about this stuff today to try to impress people. I want to do it so people get the big picture and understand the battlefield of the mind worldwide and what's going on, the different factions in the globalist system, and then the other factions that are there as well. But I'm on record, and let's have the archivist pull it, about three years ago saying Joe Rogan's going to take the gloves off and phase into being Alex Jones 2.0 and starting about two years ago, I said, look for Elon Musk to make that turn as well. And what I was told, and I'm not going to say by who is you've taken on the demonization, the attacks. So every time you raise important issues, it, it it's covered up by the media with the false straw man they've built, but hold my beer We'll do a better job than you've done. And you can then ask yourself, why are extremely powerful individuals becoming Alex Jones on air? I mean, word for word, these are scripts, transcripts of me word for word come out of Joe Rogan's mouth and out of, uh, out of Elon's mouth. And, what I've been told has been very thinly couched. But literally, just, you just you've just done a good job now. You just you, you, you hold my beer. L- let us handle this. And, and I wasn't told don't tell people that. But at the same time, I'm not going to get into the specifics of who said it. I, I think you can use your imagination. It's not very hard. But then I asked myself, well, who are these guys really working for? Because I know Joe well. You know, hang out with him quite a bit. Anytime I want to hang out, he's like, hey, let's get dinner this week. Sure, how about, to, how about tonight? You know, Come on down to the comedy club. But Joe in the last few years went from, yeah, Alex, sure, it's that bad, to like, yeah, they're coming to kill everybody. We're going to stop them and just, mm, just don't worry. I'm on it. And then I'll, I'm going to leave it at that. I've had some meetings with Joe and some other people. But it's all just more like, okay, old dog, you, 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 you know, here's your medal. Now go over here because we're going to take over. And if they start having huge success and we back the globalist off, I'm gone. I'm retiring the minute that happens. I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's time for me to hang it up. And I'm not even saying all this to go, oh, look, I get the credit. It's our audience gets the credit. It's our guests. It's everything we've done. And I've just about you know beat myself to death over the years, taking on all this and and, and, and going through all this and, and really eat drinking sleeping this uh, information and, and, and then there's the larger discussion of what does it do when everybody from Russell brand to Joe Rogan to Tucker Carlson to Elon Musk to Joe Rogan to Nigel Farage are now literally sounding like me and many of those people who told me no you woke me up you helped me understand how this all works you 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 red-pilled me i mean russell brands told me that joe rogan's told me that tucker carlson's told me that the list goes on and on but because i took the brunt of the attacks and the demonization like they were invading a country i mean it was like thousands of articles a day some days hundreds a week always nightly news sometimes every nightly channel local channels local newspapers all over the country, all over the world, Alex Jones is Satan. What was it I was doing that scared the establishment so much that they did all that? I'm going to explain that today because knowing the answer to that gives you the answer to how we defeat the New World Order. But what an incredible multi-hour interview with Elon. I mean, we've got dozens of clips here. Comes out against George Soros and says, George Soros wants to destroy humanity, and hates humanity. Uh, The globalists want to dehumanize you. They want to kill you. They're an extermination death cult. They want to reduce population by 90%. Their poison shots are killing people. We have to have a new renaissance. We have to have a new great awakening or wakening. It's word for word. But my word from word is from analyzing the enemy and what they were up to in their own writings. But we were able to popularize the truth and had a big effect decompartmentalizing people inside government corporations to make the decision not to go along with this. And so I really am very thankful uh, to the listeners keeping us on air this long to be able to do this, but you need to then understand why they hate me so much because they can accurately track it back to this broadcast. That means the listeners, the guests, the crew, the special reports, the documentaries. This operation was like the cap on the back of a bullet casing. You've got the casing, you know, the cartridge. You've got the cap that's hit by the firing pin that detonates, creates a spark of fire, and then hits the white powder and detonates the gunpowder with a controlled explosion, shooting the bullet down the barrel, through the rifling, and out the end of the handgun or rifle. So InfoWars was the detonator. Uh, The G. Edward Griffins and the Russos of the world all those countless patriots that came before us, the Ted Gundersons, they were the firing pin. And of course, humanity and our spirit and connection to God is the entire rifle. But InfoWars is the detonator. We are the detonator. We detonated the giant pile of fuel of TNT that is now the Great Awakening. And so I'm not looking for an exit. I'm not here saying I'm going to quit. But I'm also left here to twist in the wind while the guys that didn't have to take the first brunt of the assault walk away and take on the globalists and, and they're getting attacked. They got criminal investigations of Musk and giant boycotts run by the ADL and others. And he's definitely in the fight and under attack. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking away from that. It, it's just surreal to be left twisting in the wind by all these heavy hitters. I mean, Tucker supports me. Russell Brand said nice things. Uh, skip the break. Um, You know, Joe Rogan says some nice things about me, but his argument is then, but you know, you got so much baggage. It's more effective if I just do it, which I told you he was going to do it. Oh oh, yeah, it's soft. He's not going to do it. No, he's doing it now. I mean, he's tearing them up and they're coming after him. Don't worry. So I'm not even complaining here. I'm just giving you a status report about where I am and you know where things are here in the world and just the weirdness of this. Um, Elon Musk is doing irrevocable damage to the New World Order. So I don't think he works for them. He's definitely worked with them in the past. Maybe he sees them as weak, collapsing. He wants to be on the side that defeats them. He thinks we're going to win. So he's an opportunist that wants to be positioned as the leader of the Worldwide new renaissance and the new plan for humanity. Or maybe he really is for real and has completely pulled away from the dark side. Those are academic discussions. But what he's doing, the fruit he's bearing now, is way outweighing some of the bad things he's done in the past. So I'm not attacking Elon Musk. Even though Elon knows I was not banned on Twitter for the reasons he's given. Look it up. I wasn't taking off Twitter or the internet for Sandy Hook. That wasn't even in the news then. I hardly ever talked about it. Then when people said, why was he taking off? It made me get bigger, they went and dredged that up and said I was currently doing things I never did. PR firms ran it. It was a major operation to bring in worldwide movements to ban speech and either criminally charge or financially bankrupt anybody that questions official stories. And I'm going to be getting to that in great depth in this hour and going over some of the history of it with a new report that's excellent by the great Greg Reese that perfectly ties into this uh, today. But this is a big, 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 big deal that almost every popular talk show host is anti-New World Order, and there's really nobody with giant audiences now of 10, 15, 20 million people per show who is for the New World Order. There's no one. both electrochemically through the through the sixth sense. It's been proven to be there. It's an electromagnetic transmission. We transmit. That's why, you know, when you're walking in the woods, and you know somebody's looking at you, you turn and look and down in the woods, There's the guy looking at you. That's the sixth sense, folks. But then they can take that information, and rebroadcast it over the internet, over TV, over radio. And they're sending you a message, die, roll over, be destroyed. And as I said on Joe Rogan, Five years ago, I said San Francisco is the mother base of this alien force sending out a death transmission, a death cult, kill yourselves, kill yourselves, kill yourselves, give up, roll over, die, turn off your life force. The world's going to end in 2030. There's no hope. That's an anti-human transmission. And that's what he said on the show yesterday. Now, why is Elon Musk quoting me to the word? To the letter. That's a larger discussion. But I know I'm for real. I know I hate the globalist. I know I want to stop him. I know I love humanity. I know God's real. And I know I've got a connection to God. And then it is frustrating, though. But I guess in the bigger equation, being persecuted, I guess getting taken off the air and being destroyed. I'm sure they've got prison plan forming after that. I guess the people resisting this, at least on some level, think that'll be better for humanity and the movement if that's done. And I guess they're ready to get killed and go to prison or whatever needs to happen. Or maybe they're bad, talking about Musk, and just wants me out of the way. But I don't have any delusions of grandeur. I've already had incredibly spectacular success, all of it because of God, and all of it because of God working through you. I'm more humble than I've ever been. Sometimes it comes off as arrogant when I report to you the good news and how much of an effect we've had. Uh, but I've already had a huge success, thanks to God, and I'm already extremely satisfied with what I've been able to do through you and you through me. But it still is very paradoxical that the number one story on the internet and the and the news is Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and... People immediately go, oh, well, this is channeling Alex Jones. This is word for word Alex Jones. Yeah. And then Elon pushes it even further to say mean things about me. And I understand he can barely keep Twitter going in this onslaught. So the tokenism of attacking me, then I guess with the bad guys, you know, is something that's uh, seen as good. And he thinks that that in the balance is going to let him win. But. I think it's unfair. And I guess at a selfish level, I'd like, you know, all these big, powerful, successful people to help me. All I've done is try to help humanity and try to get this message out. And it's very, very strange to be the progenitor of the resistance movement. The main progenitor, seen as the enemy, as the as the granddaddy. And than to still be in abstentia, or sent to the Phantom Zone where like blackbirds, like crows or ravens, I'm basically tied up with them trying to pull my eyeballs out, trying to destroy me and my family. I don't make a big deal about it. because I'm not going to sit there and make the whole show about persecution. It's going on. You know, and Schroyer was put back in solitary confinement yesterday. There's no rules against calling out to a radio show, but evidently they didn't like it, so he, he got a call. He's been thrown back in solitary confinement. I mean, when they're done doing this, they're going to uh, Julian Assange everybody. And speaking of Julian Assange, boy, there's going to be some big Julian Assange news real quick. So look for that in the next 48 hours. And I'll just stop right there. Maybe might be more like 60-something hours. But that's where we are. So I don't want to make the show about me. It's just societally, it'd be nice to continue on. It'd it'd be nice to continue fighting. Uh, It'd be nice. But I guess I asked for this, and I also, I, I talked about this 20 years ago. I mean, I, I didn't just say this now where you can see all the incredible proof and 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 see God working. I said, no, God literally told me intensely, like God's presence in the room at that restaurant by myself after I've been on TV till like 9 at night. I got there. They were closing as I was finishing my dinner. Nobody was in there. They were already mopping the floors. And God was like, okay, you're going to detonate and you're going to get all these prominent people that are going to be way more powerful than you in the future to turn against the globalists, but you will then be targeted and it's going to be really, really bad. And are you ready to be destroyed? Because this Holy Spirit's very honest at that point. This isn't the first level of the Holy Spirit, which is a comforter and makes you cry in the presence of God. It's more like a commanding general saying, No, this is your mission, like Mission Impossible, where you get the exploding message. Okay, here, here's the mission now. Do you choose to take on this suicide mission? Yes, I accept it. All right, bam, um, you get the download. And you're just like, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden, everything starts getting clearer. And then every level you go up, not backing down, not giving in, getting persecuted, is you're getting tested, you're getting stronger like a sword in the smithy, in the flame of the blacksmith, in the white hot flame, just bashing it with the hammer getting it prepared and ready for the real fight because God doesn't put this incredible weight on you until you've already been prepared for it, humbled and scarred and have such thick skin that as the arrows and the blades get bigger, they hit you. And it almost is like a massage at a point. You, you, you know, you're going towards the enemy, you know, as the pain intensifies, you're like, wow, I could have never handled this 10 years ago. 20 years ago, I could have never understood how to handle this before, but the spirit working through you and then through your flesh, as it learns how to handle it, you're being prepared for the final mission. You're having victories all the way through, even in the defeats. But then you've got to be ready for the true onslaught. And so that's where we are. And it's, 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 it's quite the moment I'm not going to talk about God's plan. I've got a really good idea. God repeats the plan over and over again. And God wants us to pick up the cross like Christ and follow him. And that's what happens. It repeats over and over again. We're not Christ. We're to be Christ-like. And that means at the end, you become a sacrifice that gets torn to pieces. Not some satanic sacrifice, some weak child or some animal. But God wants to sacrifice the strong and the bold, those that have the will. The Alamo was a sacrifice. Travis knew he was going to get killed, could have got out. But the Spirit told him, stay and die and be a willing sacrifice. And a lot of you are going to have to be willing to make sacrifices too in front of your church or talking to your neighbors or in the decisions you make. I know it's hard to get up at your church and speak out and tell the pastor you want to speak. You've been going there 20 years. Get up there and speak. I know it's hard to go to the school board and speak. You better do it. And I know it's hard to stand up against this evil, but it's a lot harder to be cut off from God. We're going to come back with this Elon Musk information. It's big and devastating to the globalists because as their plan to destroy us becomes mainstream, it's over. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached a critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening... Defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset in the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly, more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send the number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the info war. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at infowarstore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. This is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now, please. Uh,
3: You're listening to the Alex Jones Show. Live from the Infowars.com studios. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show.
7: Now I'm going to ask the archivist, who does a wonderful job, to go back if he can. I know I said it 20 years ago, and our archives go back almost 20 years. We've been on air 29. And then, and then there's older videos that we have, you know, the on TV that has it, and, and find just a few examples because most listeners or regular listeners have heard this a hundred times. I mean, I've told the story a month ago, I told it a year ago, I, I, I tell it all the time because it was a big spiritual experience, and I've only had a few others that were this intense. And God was telling me, you know, because all I did was study the globalists, and I had a popular access TV show, and I was on local talk radio, and it was getting really popular only been on air about three years. And then God says, your job is going to be exposing this. And when all this stuff comes out, that's when you're going to get great credibility. At first, you're going to be attacked and demonized for it. But basically all the people that have tried to oppose us before were so academic, like Anthony Sutton and others, that the public never got reached on a mass scale. You're going to bring this to the masses through pop culture. You're going to be extremely pow- powerful and successful. And, and, It's beyond this in the download. It's a spirit communicating where you just know it. it, it, It's beyond being told something. It's being downloaded. It's being imprinted on you, okay? And But you've got to be ready for the fact that you're going to get heavily persecuted and you're going to be seen by the devil as the the one that did it, that I worked through, and are you willing to do this? Because it's going to get bad. And then I was shown fear and attacks and and a download of of, of the enemy being able to have its way with me to a great extent, but that if I would go through it, God would take me through it and take many others through it. but It would be at a great cost. It was just this download, awesome download, of first how dangerous it was and also the huge success it would have, and there would be these incredibly prominent leaders that would then, thanks to us laying the groundwork, and it was like a John the Baptist type thing, not comparisons with John the Baptist, but that's what it was compared to. Like, you prepare the way; you you are the one preparing the way. You you're the the road builder that this thing's going to roll down. Now go build the road. It's like go build the ark and the animals go on it. Go go build the road. Go do this. Do you want this mission? And then as soon as I said, yeah, I want the mission. Boom! And then the doors went boom, 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 boom. And then basically nothing could stand against us. And you've seen that. So, and, and the miraculous stuff and the blessings and being protected, it's, it's just makes you want to cry because God's so powerful and so real. And you just want to serve that and be in alignment with that completely. And your flesh is not in alignment with it, even if your spirit is, and you're, you're ashamed. So even though you're, you're, you're ecstatic and, and in ecstasy to be in the presence of God, there's still that, that evil part of you that you're ashamed of, it's still there, still on your shoulder. And, it, and 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 just imagine, I've told this story probably 200 times in the last 20, the first few years I didn't tell it because it was, you know, oh, God talked to me and this was, you know, I, I didn't say that. But it's just more than 20 years. It was after 9-11 if, 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 that I said no. I mean, God basically has given me this mission. Now, I'm on record saying that and I couldn't imagine, God didn't show me who or what, but notice I was friends with Joe Rogan back then and I remember God saying, just stay with Joe Rogan. Stay on Joe Rogan. Keep educating him. And I even said six years ago when he was going on the wrong path, God really impressed on me. I went too far. That was the flesh speaking. Destroy Joe Rogan if he doesn't get on the team. But, but that, was, that was the kind of inclination that was happening in this download with my feeble human brain trying to understand And the reason I tell that is, this is an Alex Jones was right moment, but really it's God's always right. I'm not God. I've just been shown things like we all are. That's what the conscience is. That's the, the, the conscience is just the keyhole into the wider discernment and, and deep understanding that we have into the universe God created when we're in alignment with God or at least trying to be in alignment. So it's like flipping a light switch on. That's why they call themselves the Illuminati because they're a counterfeit. No, God is the illumination. God is the light. And so I'm on record saying for 20 years that God told me this operation is going to trigger the Great Awakening and that all these incredible men and women will be directly influenced by us and that that will cause the next big wave in the attack against the globalists for the big final battle. But God also said don't get mad and don't get upset when those people don't give you credit, it's not about credit. And I said that too. And then when I'm basically left to be torn apart by the hyenas, and I said all that on air many times, and it's literally happening exactly like God told me it would. I look back on that download, and again, it's like being given the Library of Congress. You're trying to now go over it and look at it. And when you look at this issue, you have more discernment. Now, when you look at that issue... Now you suddenly have like an armory of understanding about things you shouldn't even know. I mean, it's just insane. Like all sorts of knowledge. It's just things that, that I was never taught or read. I would just know how machinery operated or nuclear reactors or uh, what, what globalist programs they were running. by just being able to look at their current data and then I would extrapolate and see through it to the other side. I mean, just super brain boost, a massive brain boost. And it's been heavy. That's why I've drank too much and, you know, done things like that to myself that are bad. Uh, no drugs. Because it's, it's, it's like, turn it off. It, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's so intense. But there's no turning it off. And now my discernment is just accelerating. It's, it's just, it's, it's too intense. And I know yours is accelerating as well. We're all who love God are on basically the same destination. We're just going from different angles on the same trajectory or, or the same final destination. So that in and of itself is, is massive because there are hundreds of thousands of you tuned in right now, the millions who heard me 20 years ago, say it or five years ago, say it. And you're like, yeah, that sounds a little delusional delusions of grandeur. No, that's not me. That's God working through me. God working through you, tuning in, caring, supporting the broadcast. This has all been God's plan. And God works in mysterious ways. So I'm very blessed to be here. I'm very honored. And the biggest mistake I made over the years was I would exhaust myself and be so stressed and grind my teeth and everything, feeling like I had to beat them. Yeah, I was relying on God, but I was still, I'm a man, I'm tough, I can organize this, and I would, I would, I would not call on God enough. And now I've learned to just turn it loose and say, it's in God's plan and God, I'm weak. You're going to have to raise me up. You're going to have to hold me up if that's your plan. And the minute God's ready to tell me to not do this anymore, and it's not yet, but I've been, the light is at the end of the tunnel. I mean, God has told me that my, my reports aren't over yet, but I'm nearing, I, I'm it might be five years, might be 10, might be a month. But God's like, just keep going. You're almost to the top of the mountain. Just keep going. I just want to get there. (laughs) And then hopefully God can then just remove some of this because I I just, I can't handle it. and It's heavy. But that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And I love you all and I appreciate you, but God's 100% real. We're eternal beings. We have spirits. There's no way, this was just my imagination. There's no way. I wasn't thinking about, the world and eternity and all this other stuff. I was sitting there with a notebook, writing notes, finishing a chicken fried steak. And I think I was drinking iced tea. Maybe it was a beer. I don't remember. I didn't drink a lot then. There was like two beers a week back then. Uh, and I, I just, it's so heavy. And, and the story's on record. And, and look, it came true. And, and it wasn't just like I envisioned something and then was able to manifest it through hard work. Skip the break, sorry, today no. It, it, it was it, it, it. It's it was so sp- particular and so specific and so so like like I knew I'd been. I mean, you could feel the atmosphere crackling in the restaurant, and 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 the presence of, like oh oh, oh oh yeah, what's going on here and. I mean, just imagine like a 10,000 foot tall giant eagle landing right on top of you, and you're right between its feet. And you just feel the awesome presence. And then being commissioned. But all of us get a chance to be commissioned into God's army. And I signed the papers. And that's why you look at these people like Blinken and the rest of them. They signed papers, too. They signed on with Satan. So it doesn't matter if you're a private in God's army or a field marshal in God's army. Be thankful you're in God's army and you're on God's team and not on Satan's. Because these people are damned to eternity cut off from God. And if that ain't hell, I don't know what is. All right. uh, There's a bunch of clips here. Here's just one of them on the globalist exterminist death cult that's injecting the planet with a spirit of death and failure to kill you and to kill everybody. Now, that's quite an insane sounding statement that I've been saying for 25 years. I I, I was covering it some 29 years ago, but I really hadn't been commissioned yet. I mean, I was drawn. I'd been directed towards that, but I didn't sign the paperwork until about 27 years ago. And it's, it's 100% real. The intel you're given is incredible. But then all the time I have intel would make you know money in this market or that. And the God's like, nope, you're not supposed to use your knowledge in that area. And it's like you start, and as you get older, you learn, okay, I'm going to do what the Holy Spirit says every time. Genitals cut off. so They can ruin them and stunt them with poison drugs so they get depressed and commit suicide, slowly killing them over 10, 15 years making an artwork out of destroying an innocent child and destroying their potential. I mean, that's, that's what we're up against. That's who we're dealing with. And that's what all this Satanism and pedophilia is and mass murder. That's Satan's art. He's an uh, artist, an artiste, to discuss God, to climb up at the punch bowl at the big, beautiful, intergalactic, interstellar infinity, and take a big dump of of, of rotting flesh and maggots of dead children into the into the chalice, and that's there. That's allowed to operate for free will because we've got to be tested as new entities, eternal beings, but only going forward. Did not exist until God literally formed us when the sperm and the zygote went together, and as an electromagnetic pulse generation, it receives and transmits. <laughs> And then, zoom, it begins. And now, a whole new entity with the potential to recognize God and to be a little God, we're made in the image of God. A new entity with an eternal life is born. Think about that. But to do that, God has to give you free will and literally we are God's children and that's why Satan slices us up and chops us up and tortures us to try to horrify those little spirits so much that they go through spiritual Stockholm syndrome and join with Satan to make Satan stop torturing them to try to trick them to go with him. And if God ever committed a sin, which God is perfect and has not, it is out of God's wish to be worshiped and wish to commune to be loved and to love us, that God put us here. And the devil always says that. Your God's a sadist. Your God allows this. Your God allows that. Your God, you see? see how it works? Well, I say it'd be a sin if God didn't give us free will and didn't create us and didn't put us in the arena despite all the pain, because the little bit of pain we have here in the third dimension, it will not even mean anything at the higher levels that are infinities of absolute perfection upon perfection upon perfection upon perfection upon perfection upon perfection forever (sighs) so let's start going to the elon musk clip here it
2: is what has it been like uh you've you've owned x for a year now oh yeah do do you do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and
8: have a dream that you didn't do it (laughs) And
2: your life is infinitely easier?
8: Well, it's certainly um, a recipe for trouble, I suppose, or contention. Um,
2: What was it ultimately that led you to make the decision to do it?
8: I mean, this is going to sound somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that, that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization. Uh, that it was uh, just having a bad, a bad impact, um, and um, I think part of it is that it, it's where it's where it was located, which is uh, you know downtown San Francisco. Um, and while I, I think San Francisco is a beautiful city, and, and which should really fight hard to um, kind of right the ship of San Francisco, if you've walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the ex F K Twitter headquarters. It's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's rough. Have you, have you been, been in that area? Not lately. No.
2: Yeah. I've heard. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. I've heard you, you really can't believe it until you actually go there.
8: You can't believe it until you go there. So, now you have to say, well, what philosophy led to that outcome? And that philosophy was being piped to Earth. So, um, you know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained so the, debt, the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited, um, was effectively given an information, a weapon, um, an tech, uh, information technology weapon to propagate uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth. Um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear. If you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco, it is the end of civilization.
2: And it's not just uh, propagating the mind virus, but suppressing any opposing
8: viewpoints. Yes. Well, in order for the virus to propagate, it must suppress opposing viewpoints. So. Because
2: it doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Correct. Yeah. I, mean, you,
8: you've, I mean, you've, you, you've, you've felt the, the virus. You yeah. yeah. People have tried to cancel you so many times.
2: Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, now I don't think you're melodramatic at all.
8: I, I I think it's
2: a, it's a, I mean I don't want to be melodramatic, but it's almost like a death cult.
8: It's a death cult. No, it, no, it, it, that is exactly right. Um, it, it, it it's essentially the uh, extinctionists. Like it's in the limit, it is that they are propagating uh, the extinction of humanity and civilization. Um, and, and there's some people who are, are – like most, most of the time, it's, it's implicit. They don't ex, – expli- but sometimes it's explicit. Like there was a guy on the front page of the New York Times uh, who literally has the thing called the Extinctionist Movement. Um, and he was quoted on the front page of the New York Times as saying, uh, there are 8 billion people on the world, but it would be better if there were none. Ooh. And I'm like, well, buddy, you can start with yourself. Yeah. Um, Does he
2: have friends? That's what always fascinates
8: me.
2: <laughs> well, here he is. That Bye. guy. It looks like you're not long for this earth. I mean, does it not Voluntary human extinction movement. That's hilarious. <laughs> Spent- I'd like to party with that
8: dude. Okay. I would just like to like – yeah. that's, 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 de- that's, that's an explicit version of the death cult. Yeah. Maybe live long cult. and die out. It's, I mean, it's, it's not uh, – Extinction is a word he uses. Yes. No, I mean, it's, not a, it's literally a self-description – do that they cover that him death glowingly? cult was in charge of in, in social, in, social media yeah, and yeah. still largely is at uh, Google and Facebook, by the way.
2: Yeah.
8: So yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm not in favor of uh, human extinction. Uh, they are and uh, they can go to hell. Well, that guy is. Yeah, he can go to hell.
2: That guy seems silly. Uh, I, I well, would like it's, to it's, hang it's, out with him, though. I would like to find out what makes him tick. I bet that guy is fascinating. If you get them alone so, for a few days. I mean, I, I, I'm digging. in favor
8: of. I mean, I'm pro environment, but the, 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 in the limit, uh, if you go if if you take environmentalism to an extreme, you start to view humanity as a plague on the surface of the earth, like a like a mold or something, right? Um, and but it's as this is actually false. The, uh, the earth could could take probably ten times the, the current civilization. The population could be—you could 10x the population without uh, destroying the rainforest. So the the, the, the environmental movement—and I'm an environmentalist—has uh, gone too far. They've gone way too far. Um, you know, if, if you if you start thinking that that humans are bad, then the natural conclusion is humans, all right. Pause. Uh, Back it up ten seconds.
7: It's not some goofball they're glowingly reporting on in the New York Times. It's, it's what Musk is telling Joe. It's all of them. They tried to recruit my dad when he was in high school. He was already going to the university of Texas plan to thought he was joining NASA and they called him aside and recruited him into it. And he was in there for like four years and he got out of it. He didn't tell me about it till 2007 when he came by the office of my mom, going to a ballet recital with my oldest daughter, Charlotte. She was like three and my mother in the car said, David, it's not that bad. And He said, no, it's, it's as bad as all that. And for 15 minutes, he just data dumped it all. Because he was top of his class uh, in, in the state of Texas. Uh, they had uh, six kids that, that were the smartest in all the tests. And uh, they recruited him there. And uh, out of the six, he was chosen for the program. And the program was to set up a world government and then slowly cut off the resources and carry out eugenics. Now, they've recruited millions of people like that, and they're in almost every position of power. So what does it mean now that Elon Musk is opposing them and Joe Rogan and all the rest of it? It means it's out in the open now. That's the takeaway, and that's really the important news. And that's how God works in mysterious ways. The system thought they'd recruit my dad and that he would end up serving them. But instead, he got out of it, married my mother, uh, changed career paths, and just went to be a humble dentist uh, in Dallas, Texas. And I'm very thankful, but he was quietly training me and educating me by not pushing it on me the whole time. And so I owe my dad a lot as well. But this is a big time to be alive, folks. We're going to go to break. Uh, without listener support, we won't be here. I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not Joe Rogan. And I've been fighting really hard. we got great products you need. Uh, please go to Infowarsstore.com. Got a big sale, new sale going. 60% off on uh, Brainforce Ultra. It's different than Brainforce Plus, two different apples and oranges, and a bunch of other great products at Infowarsstore.com. we got colloidal silver. Everybody needs that. High quality, low price. Silver Bullet. Superfill Vitality. Uh, we've got uh, my new book. The Great Awakening, that uh, Musk also talked about the Great Awakening, said that's here on the show. That's all coming up to hour number two. Straight ahead, stay with us. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk, everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, We give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening. Today at InfoWarsStore.com, either signed as a fundraiser, not you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Gilbert, great filmmaker and author, he's done the deep dive on Big Mike, Michelle Obama. He'll be joining us in the third hour. Got a lot more with Elon Musk, but I've probably talked enough about that. I got all this other news I want to hit as well. But this is not about cheerleading. It's not about a popularity contest. It's not about picking the prom king here or queen. It's a big deal because he didn't just stop there. It's it's whatever, two hours long. Elon Musk, Joe Rogan goes after Soros, goes after the UN, goes after Fauci, goes after the poison shots, goes after the depopulation plan, goes after the deep state controlling the internet and using it to enslave us, goes after depopulation. Uh You know, the internet's saying, wow, he's the new Alex Jones, which is good. I've been saying I'm looking to get a lot of prominent people fighting the globalists and also the grassroots doing it. That's key. And uh, I think we can say, as I said a couple of years ago, uh, Jack Posobiec, you memorialized it. Uh, Think of that because that's the best place to find it. Go Go to Jack Posobiec's Twitter and search engine Jack Posobiec. Alex Jones has completed his primary mission. And, in fact, see if you guys can, can find, uh, I think it's on Bandai Video, we called that segment, a few segments. Alex Jones says he's, Alex Jones has completed primary mission. And, and, and I said then, you're about to see the gloves come off from all these prominent people who've decided not to be destroyed, not to be part of this death cult. And and now I have completed my primary mission. Uh, you can see I was right when I said that a year and a half, two years ago, whenever it was. And uh, so... Let's open the phones up. Let's get uh, John in there to turn the phone system on. It's a computerized phone system. you got to turn it on. And uh, we will give the number out for first-time callers to talk about what do you make of Elon Musk? What do you make of all the prominent, most popular people on the Internet now? All basically say word for word everything I've said. Because what I'm saying is what the globalists have said. You can go research their own stuff and just you'll repeat what I've said because you're reading what they said. You may not even have heard of Alex Jones, but you go study the New World Order Uh, you will sound just like me because all I'm doing is reporting to you what they've said and what they've done. But you notice it's word for word what Musk and all of them are now saying. And so I I just want us to not sit here and celebrate. I think it's far before that, but we should also take stock that God's real and God's plan is real and free will is real and that we've had some amazing success thanks to God uh, against tyranny and that should give us a lot of hope here in the Great Awakening. I think it's important to sit back and thank God for the victories we've had and kind of focus on that and meditate on that and cogitate on that and, and mull it around in our heads and our brains and our souls and our guts and uh, just kind of sit back and think about what really matters in this universe. So we're taking calls on one subject, The Great Awakening, also the title of my new book. And you know, ask ourselves, do we want to be part of The Great Awakening and the empowerment of humanity or seeing humanity's crap and teaching this nihilistic, lazy death cult? of you'll own nothing, and you'll be happy because the whole thing is a giant trap. You know, if I wanted to make this radio show really entertaining, this TV show really entertaining, I could make it really entertaining. I could have shown the uh, hockey player to, in my opinion, murdered that other hockey player. I don't know if he murdered him because he's white. Or just because he got over-competitive and has been taking uh, martial arts kick classes. Uh, But uh, he uh, kicks him once and then twice in the net. So we're talking Bruce Lee-type stuff here. And then instead of helping him or even looking, he just skulks off while the guy stands up, with blood spraying everywhere, and then walks a few feet and collapses in a pool of blood and dies. We just wanted to entertain you. I could show you gladiatorial stuff, but I just like the media... Covering it up because it's a black guy that killed a white guy. And I don't say that to put down black people. I'm just pointing out the control. Yeah, it's the new Disney movie. It's called Clumsy. Oh, shot, please. The new Disney movie is called Clumsy. Ha <laughs> ha. Imagine of a uh, white guy.
3: defending the republic from enemies foreign and domestic it's alex jones longing for the sun.
7: I'm extremely upset we can't beat the New World or overnight, but that's part of free will, and humanity's going to have to see things get a lot worse and evil a lot more out in the open until they finally realize God is real, the devil is real. You know, I want to make our own version of this and put a t-shirt out or a poster of this. This is so powerful that we can find the HD of it and put it on screen, but here it is. We live in a world where Satan has stopped hiding, and the world pretends not to see him. And again, it's uh, the devil sitting at a table like Betsy Ross sewing the American flag back in 1776. But instead of the American flag, it's the devil sewing the rainbow flag of pedophilia and Satanism. We live in a world where Satan has stopped hiding and the world pretends not to see him. I'm going to give the toll-free number out specifically on the Great Awakening and Elon Musk coming out against the globalists saying they hate you. They fundamentally hate humanity, close quote. They want to erode the fabric of civilization and cause a total collapse. I mean, there's two hours of this. The shots are garbage. The ventilators are garbage. Environmentalists want to kill you. It's the truth. And it's that weird, wild thing Alex Jones was saying. Back when 1% of people might have even known about it. And it's not about me getting credit. It's about this is real. And now we're starting to be able to have a real debate. And I've said this a thousand times probably or more. Once we have a real debate about this, once this is out in the open, it fails. Now it's going to get a lot of what it wants to do done because we're showing up late. But the truth still trumps that. So the devil's going to get a big piece of the, our ash, And we're going to pay. we we already paid a lot. But in the end, they're going to lose because now we know we're in a fight. Kind of like, you know, you're a tough guy, you're not looking for a fight, some crazy person while you're pumping gas comes up and punches you right in the temple. You almost get knocked out, you get up and you see them coming in to kick you in the face and you raise your hands up and grab them by the foot and throw them down and you get up and you're bleeding and your vision's a little blurry and you see them getting up but your instincts kick in and you right hook them as they come in right under the jaw and break their jaw. They pull out a knife. They come at you with it. Reach out. You miss grabbing it right. Cuts one of your fingers off. It's okay. Grab them by the head. Flip them over your shoulder. Drive them into the concrete. Call the police. Put them in the ambulance. They're dead. I mean, that's basically what this is like. So we've already got sucker punched, but it didn't completely knock us out. We just got to kick into our instincts here, folks, and say, I'm defending. I'm not going down. I'm not giving up. I have a life force. I have value. I'm going to analyze the enemy. I'm going to analyze what's going on. That's what we're talking about here deciding to fight, deciding not to roll over, deciding it's animating. Contest of liberty. Here's the toll free number to talk about this. And where you think we should go next, and what you think now that I've completed my primary mission. That means you supporting us have been, you've completed, I believe, your primary mission. What is our mission now that the Great Awakening is clearly here? Elon Musk said that as well, and I agree with him. Literally, he just follows my cues. Remember when he was on like five years ago, first time after Joe Rogan, when I was on with Joe? And he said, how do things work? Well, there's interdimensions, there's interdimensional creatures, and they're trying to suck us down to this dimension. People synced up the videos and said, it's word for what Alex Jones said. You see? So... What does that mean? It's a big subject, a lot of angles. We're talking about that one big topic. 877-789-2539, 877-789-2539, 877-789-ALEX, 877-789-2539. Okay, Uh, let's play a few of these uh, clips. We're talking about Soros and more, and then we will uh, get more into the other news and take your phone calls. Please stay with us.
8: I mean, Soros actually, you know, it, he, he is, I believe, a top contributor to the Democratic Party. Um, the second one was uh, Sam, Sam Bankman-Fried. Bank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and Soros, I don't know. I mean, he had a very difficult upbringing, um, and uh, I, in my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization you know, uh, getting DAs elected who refuse to prosecute crime. That's part of the problem in San Francisco and L.A. and a bunch of other cities. So why would you do that?
2: Was it humanity or is it just the United States as a whole? I mean, is I mean he's, he's pushing
8: this things places. in other countries too. He's doing the same year. thing? Yeah. Now, d- d- George at this point is pretty old. I mean, he's not, uh, you know... Basically, a bit senile at this point, but I mean, he, he, he and, and he's he, he's a, he's very smart, um, and he's very good at arbitrage. You know, famously, he uh, shorted the British pound. That's sort of how uh, I think he made his first uh, money was shorting the pound. Um, so he's, he's good at spotting, uh, basically arbitrage, like spotting value for money that other people don't see. So uh, one of the things he noticed was that in. If, if, that, that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races. So the lowest value for money is a presidential race. Then next lowest value for money is a Senate race, then a Congress. And then, but once you get to sort of city and state district attorneys, um, the value for money is extremely good. And uh, Soros realized that you don't actually need to change the laws. You just need to change how they're enforced. If nobody chooses to enforce the law or the laws are differentially enforced, it's like changing the laws. That's So, um, <clears throat> I mean, the, the whole point of free speech, the only – free speech is only relevant. The First Amendment is only relevant um, if you allow people you don't like to say things you don't like. Um, because if you like it, you don't need a First Amendment. So the whole point of free speech is that, frankly, even people... Okay, hear-
7: so again, the elephant in the room, Elon, is why haven't you reinstated me on Twitter? Now, I know the reason. I know the reason. If he does that, and I noticed even some of the commenters on Twitter understood this. I'm trying to find that uh, tweet I had him uh, print for me. But the commenters... Like, Let me find it. It's too important. I'll find it right now. It's the top comment on a video uh, saying... uh, Here it is. The video is, uh, watch Elon Musk go full Alex Jones. Oh, it's not pulling up on here. Let me do it this way. Watch Elon Musk go full Alex Jones. Because this commenter totally got it right before he even came on air and said this today. If they mention Alex giving him the credit for this awakening, the mainstream media will dampen his important moment by blaming Alex for all things bad, said Moab on Twitter under that video. And and that's what people are saying. Going back 15 hours ago on these videos, most of the comments say, understand that. And see, that's, that's what's important here. I understand that I was made to be the devil. And so if Elon Musk brings me back, it then allows them to demonize all of free speech. And he sees that as a bridge too far. So I remain banned while he can then free most of the other captives and overall do a great job. I wouldn't do it that way. That's not how I operate, but I'm obviously not Elon Musk. It's a lot smarter than me in many ways, like rocket science and and what companies to buy and what to do and all the rest of it. But then listeners attack him and I trend all the time. Why aren't you reaffirming Alex? So then I got shadow banned or our material got shadow banned again about a month ago. Because it was trending almost every day, sometimes number one, attacking Musk. Hey, you're a free speech absolutionist. Why would you bring Alex back? That was a tactical reason. So he really had brought us back. We were getting tens of millions of views a day of our material. The ADL was freaking out about it. And so he went, oh, really? You're going to bitch about Alex Jones? Here he really is banned. So now I have an issue with him. Uh, because it's one thing to not take them on head on and unban me, which would be a head on, but to then quietly unshadow man people promoting me and then put it back on them. That's wrong, Elon. And that's evil. Nobody's perfect, but I don't see your logic in that. I don't understand it. So, but, but people are getting it. They're getting more sophisticated. It's the great awakening because once you're not worried about, you know, Oh, are you watching the Rangers? They're winning the world series. I love baseball. Grew up playing some baseball, been to Rangers games, Man, I don't have time to sit there and watch that and care about that. It's a false strategy game, a mock war. I'm in a real war. But just like men can become totally understanding, a plumber can, of how a sports game works and, and all the stats and things, you're not meant to know all those stats and things. You're meant to know how the world works and how the globalists operate or how to take care of your kids and how to keep them off fentanyl. So if you watch less Rangers games, your kid might not have died on fentanyl. And I'm not criticizing people. I'm saying we're in a crisis. And so l- people could figure all this out just like I did if you focused on it. But instead, you're experts in the engine type and horsepower of your car. Great. I get it. I love engines and horsepower. But it's not my idol. It's not what I put first. No gods before me. God's got to be first. God's plan's got to be first for us. Our children have got to be first. And then our nation. Or we're going to be enslaved. And we just thought, hey, it's the—it's like our guest said yesterday, Scott Bennett. We can have this Sunday culture, Saturday culture, football games, movies, food, hanging out, having fun with the buddies, telling jokes, going bass fishing. Hey, baby, I love it all more than you do. I love bass fishing. I love deep sea fishing. I love going with buddies and eating barbecue and drinking ice cold beer. Going to the pool hall. I look back at myself even 15 years ago. The last 10, I don't do very much extracurricular activity. And I mean, I was at pool halls with my buddies once a week, going out with buddies to movies, rock concerts. You know, and I, I was having fun.
8: First Amendment is only relevant um, if you allow people you don't like to say things you don't like. Um, because if you like it, you don't need a First Amendment. So the whole point of free speech is that, frankly, even people you hate say things you hate because if they can say – if people you hate can say things that, that you hate, that means that they can't stop you from saying what you want to say. Right. Which is very, very important.
2: Right. But the problem with Twitter is it was not the case. It was Correct. The,
8: it was people that you hate couldn't say. Anyone they didn't like, they censored. Yeah. Or what's called deamplify? amplify
2: no, Well, not just deamplify, amplify but under the behest of the government would suppress real news, which was very bizarre. Yes. So they were very aware of, of something being accurate, and they still suppressed it because the government wanted them to suppress it.
8: I mean, in my view, there have been severe First Amendment violations by multiple government agencies, and there should be repercussions for that. Don't buy from
2: anyone who still wears a mask. (laughs) There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them out there. They're still masked up. It's wild.
8: Yeah, once in a while I see someone paranoid. I'm like... "Um, On the street? Yeah.
2: I saw a guy on the street the other day just walking around with a mask on. I'm like, okay, buddy. You look like you're about 28 years old. Yeah. I think you're going to be okay. Same air in that mask and all the bacteria you're spitting out. Yeah. It's attaching to that cloth.
8: Yeah. It, it, it's it, Masks are, are not like some uh, magic uh, health shield. Um, I, mean, are, I mean, there are times where, you know, masks warranted, like if a surgeon is operating on you or whatever, then you don't know want the surgeon spitting in your wound, you know. Of course. Um, but uh, most of the time, a, a mask is not good for you. Yeah, and, if you
2: uh, can breathe out of it, that means you can, you're, you're breathing in. That means you're yeah. also exhaling. So, like, how much is it filtering? Like what is it What it's, it, it It's
8: like of I'd say like a mask is much like much sort of a shield of battle in that, battle. In that, the you know, it'll help protect you a little bit from arrows and stuff. But side of the side of the side We're right. just talking about you know, side right. so, of
2: Right. side of the side of the side of
8: the side of the when of the when warranted, of the of the time of the side
2: of got 70 of the restaurants of the restaurants of the at one point. side well, Not the I should say. Policies.
8: <laughs> well lockdowns the mind virus I mean it's like just crazy yeah um, well so. that's why
2: I moved here one, one of the reasons why I moved here is we came here in May of 2020 and you could go indoors and eat in restaurants and yeah and my kids who were pretty young at the time 10 and 12 they were like we want to live here Yeah. It's like they're freaked out like LA was
7: weird
8: yeah I mean for, for most of COVID I was actually in South Texas building this disc, uh, I hit pause uh, for a minute
7: uh no a a mask is not like a shield there are respirator-type masks that basically do cut back 99% of stuff and viruses still get through. Almost none of the public had those. You have to change them every few hours. They give you bacterial pneumonia. Masks came around at the same time that Listerine came around. Listerine, and this seems like a stupid story. Why, why know this? Well, it's, it's the history of microbes. They didn't discover till the 1880s the theory of microbes. They didn't know it was bacteria. They didn't know what viruses were. But after the Civil War, they'd sawed off millions of legs and arms because they knew if you got hit by a ball, by a bullet, and it shattered your arm, that it almost always swelled up and got infected, and that then you, you you would get what they call blood poisoning or a infection of your whole body, and you'd die. And surgeons didn't even know to wash their hands. So they've got feces on them. They're in a battlefield. They're there. And a lot of times, if it was a smaller bullet and it didn't hit a bone, they would say, leave it in. They just knew if you do surgery, you try to get the ball out. If they put pliers in there to pull the bullet out, the projectile, it almost always gave you gangrene and you die. They just knew it turned green, swallow up, and you died. So that's why, okay, you got shot in the ankle. We cut it off two inches above the bullet wound, and then they would bring a big searing hot. They'd have a big pool of coals with a big flat-bottom branding iron. Just a big flat piece of metal. And then they'd so they'd give you some opium as pills as a drink. They'd give you laudanum. They'd, give you, they'd get some Jack Daniels. They'd say, all right, son, drink this. No, drink more. Take this. They'd get you drunk and on opium. They'd tie your ass down. They'd stick a spoon or piece of leather in your mouth because you're about to bite your tongue and go crazy. They'd get a saw. They'd saw your leg or arm off. Then they'd get a big, white-hot piece of metal and cauterizes it, which stops the bleeding and kills the bacteria. They didn't know there were bacteria. Then they had the theory that there were little bitty microscopic things growing because they had microscopes and they could see them. And so they started... Spring Listerine in pumps in the air while they did surgeries. And they found that it would suddenly reduce people having infections by 90 plus percent because it kills 99.9% of germs. That's why it became a mouthwash later. But it's why it's antiseptic. It's Listerine antiseptic. It's a topical antibacterial antiviral. They didn't call them bacteria and viruses. They just called it an anti. Septic because you get septic shock is what they called getting a bacterial infection. They didn't know what they just called it septic because it smelled like feces and, and you turn black and swole up. So it means anti SH T, antiseptic, like a septic tank. And then they started figuring out it was these little microbes. So they said, well, maybe it's coming from us, and what's dirty, it's our mouths. So they started wearing masks. So while you're doing heart surgery or brain surgery or cutting the leg off, which is true, you don't want to accidentally cough or spit while you're over somebody and you're a surgeon, you don't want a piece of spit to get in there. So they learned, we need to launder our clothes with detergent. We need to wear gloves. We're dirty. We need to have Listerine in the air with these pumps. Every minute or so, the pumps would turn on. So you're in all this Listerine and you're wearing masks, you're wearing gloves. The masks do nothing other than that. That's why surgeons wear a hairnet. That's why they trim their nostrils. Because you don't want something falling out of your nose into somebody's brain while you're doing surgery. That's why you wear the mask. It doesn't stop viruses. It doesn't stop bacteria. Alright, enough of Elon Musk. I've talked about it enough. Go look all that up. It's true. I've watched when I was a kid, PBS documentaries about the history of microbes and surgery and antiseptic. And that's just a basic, I went from memory. I'm sure I get some of the years off, but what you just co- got told the truth, the mass do nothing. The mass do nothing. The mass do nothing. Just like vaccines didn't come around until the thirties. I mean, they were around hundreds of years before that, but they didn't become popular until the thirties with antiseptics and detergents and sewage lines, running water, Viral and bacterial infections go down by the 1930 like this. Then the shots start and they go back up some, not as high, and the shots actually cause most of the disease now. Now, we've gotten so filthy, we got bed bugs again and bed sores and people aren't taking baths again and people are having all these sex partners. It's back because we're a bunch of pigs. But I'm done. I'm going to take your phone calls when we come back on the big picture and the Great Awakening and where it's going and what do you make of this interview. Then I'm going to hit all the Israel news, the economy news, huge Russia development news. The German defense minister says we've got to get ready for World War III and that Germans should accept war with Russia and that Germany may have to go to war with Russia. Just spectacularly evil crap going on. Mark Dice has gotten people to bow down and bark like a dog and roll over. That's important psychological warfare information. Herr Gibbler stole... Gilbert is going to be joining us coming up on the deep dive on Big Mike. It's all coming up today. Today, we've reached the halfway point. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor. They fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial.
3: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
7: You thought the
2: lead winter would bring you down forever, but you rode upon a steamer. Through the violence of the sun.
3: Broadcasting. Broadcasting live from the U.N. stronghold, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And the colors of the sea. Find your eyes with trembling mermaids. And you touch the distant beaches with tales of brave Ulysses. How his naked ears were tortured by the sirens sweetly singing for the sparkling
7: All right, we're taking your phone calls. I'm going to move quick. We're talking about the Great Awakening and uh, the fact that it's now mainstream news. The globalists want to kill us. What are we going to do about it? Tim in Washington, you're on the air. Thanks for calling.
1: Hey, Alex, how's it going? Another amazing broadcast. And, you know, the thing we're going to do about this is that, you know, the, the American public has stopped protesting. They've stopped doing events to protest the Biden regime and all the criminality because they're terrified of the Fed. So, why not do it decentralized? Why not do it in every town instead of one centralized event? Why not in every single town in the United States or as many as we could possibly muster? What do you think about that?
7: One person telling the truth is a majority. We need people to go to the city councils, to the school board meetings, to the state houses, and to the national TV. Uh, remember people used to peacefully take over events that Clintons were at and say, Bill Clinton's a rapist. That is all so powerful and it's, it's contagious. We need the first people to start doing it and it'll spread.
1: Well, I've coined the term Million Town March because we've done the Million Man, we've done the Million MAGA. But if it's a decentralized event where the feds can't take us all on and we can just be peaceful protesters and basically just inform our neighbors and just be neighbors again and just create a culture of resistance that can't be broken, can't be infiltrated, can't be stopped. That's what we have to do in America or we're going to be drafted and thrown into the New World Order woodchipper.
7: I totally agree with you and I appreciate your call. We're going to move quick here. Up next is Bill in Pennsylvania. You're on the air.
9: Hey, Alex. Um, yeah. I just wanted to call and uh, speak on that download you got many years ago that you're speaking of. And I just wanted to say that others who think that that's maybe nonsense, you know, I mean, I, I experienced something very similar, you know, uh, maybe about like 20 years ago and, you you know, I mean, it's just interesting how it all really plays out and how everything's just kind of going exactly how God laid it out for us.
7: Well, exactly. But it's not just like I say I got that download. I've talked about that hundreds of times on air, very oh, yeah. specifically yeah. saying God told me this would happen. It's now happened exactly yeah. as God said it would.
9: Yes, and so so part of, like, the download I received was that it, the main thing that, that, you know, the devil needs to get in place is the mark of the beast. So what I sort of see happening, you know, is the most likely scenario is the power outage because then they could get us on the CBDC, you know, and that's like the most. That's right. They have know. to bring
7: down the old system. That's the, that's the build back better. Great reset. They have to bring down the old system to bring in the new. And they admit that.
9: Yeah. And so, you know, as far as what's going on with like Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and all of that, I mean, it's great, you know, but when you, and even, you know, yourself, it's like, you're not our savior. They're not our savior. And, you know, when COVID really started kicking off, I I got another download and it was just, you know, go be with your family, go get ready and just be ready for anything that goes down. So, you know, I got the store of food, you know, I got water filtration from you. I, I got guns and I moved back to the country with my family, started a garden. So I, I think that's really kind of the most important thing that we No, You're right. And and, and, and their,
7: their power grab is blown up in their face. That's a great point. I never said I'm a savior. Elon Musk is a savior. What I'm saying is, The fact that all the most popular shows are anti globalist now shows how unpopular the corporate system is and how they've already lost the hearts and minds, so now they've got to go with the totalitarian model to try to suppress that, and that's what they're doing. Their only move is totalitarianism, false flag terror attacks, you name it, and now it's here.
9: Right, and I wasn't trying to say that you were saying that. I'm just saying, like, in general, right? Like, you have to look within yourself. You have to look to God, and you have to really get that discernment and get that message from God. I totally agree
7: with you, Bill. Thank you so much. All right, Brandon in Louisiana. Let's go, Brandon. Go ahead.
0: Hey, hey Alex, I love you. I love the show. I love all your products. I'll jump straight into it. Um, I've heard you use this analogy. I've been listening to you for 13 years, and you use this analogy hundreds of times. We're tied up. We have a we have the head the uh the blindfold on. We're in the back of the van with the handcuffs on. We the 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 serial killer who's who's has us tied up has forgotten that we have a handcuff key and we have a razor blade in our pocket. And if we can just wiggle out of this, which we're going to do, no matter how many no matter how many CBDCs they put on us, no matter how many poison shots they put on us, if we can just wiggle out of this situation, which we're going to do. And use the handcuff key on the handcuffs like those women that uh, got away from Ted Bundy or got away from John Wayne Gacy. If we can get out of that situation that we're in, which we will, we're going to be victorious in anything that we do. I agree. And I want to I spread that message to all of the people. Listening. I want to spread the message to the people who also have us tied up. We're not going to stay tied up. We're going to get out. And we're going, we're going to be victorious because God's behind us. He's pushing us in our back, and he's seeing if we're going to fight to get untied from what we're tied up in. So that's what that's. that's I totally agree, I brother.
7: Why do you like, why do you think uh, Elon Musk is saying all this? Because they I mean, I'm not trying to. It, it, it's a it's a news item that he's literally word for word saying what I've said word for word.
0: Well, well, like you were like you you always talk about the story about the download that you got. Uh, we had to. That was all a part of us fighting to get untied, and and you, it, Elon Musk. Ten years ago, there was no Elon Musk. There was no Joe Rogan talking about this stuff. It was only you, when you were still on YouTube, uh, when you st- when you still had an account on YouTube. Thirteen years ago, you were the one talk- talking about this, and it wasn't popular at the time. So now that you now that you're you, he, now that Elon Musk has seen that it's popular, they can all talk about it, and it it is the, it
7: is the Great Awakening. That's but exactly even if he's not is. good, I see them bandwagoning as a good sign.
0: Yeah, I see it as an excellent sign. It, it gives a, it gives the the people who have been who have been saying it. We've all been laughed at, and and people have told us when I when I was telling people about the COVID shot, they laughed and giggled and thought it was funny until people start dropping dead. Now it's not funny anymore. So so there has to be this battle, this struggle session with these people uh, to to get us out of this this situation we're in. We have we have to wiggle out of the the bondage that we're in. We have to loosen the rope. We have to uh, uh, free ourselves from the handcuffs. Get the blindfold off. And then we can see who's driving the van, and then we can do something about who's driving the van. We don't want to crash the van, though, when we, when we uh, get, get the person driving the van subdued. So we have to take control of the situation. Exactly.
7: We that's why we've got to have an alternate plan. We can't just have the plan to knock out the driver. Uh, we've got to somehow have a plan. But, but, but if we can't knock them out, we'll just knock the back door up and jump onto the highway. And you know, even though we're going 50 miles an hour, that's better than being tortured in some dungeon to death. God bless you, sir. Great points. Thank you so much for calling. Antonio in Michigan. You're on the air. Thank you for calling.
1: Hey,
10: good morning. Or good afternoon. Hey, I just want to say uh, um, I think Elon Musk, I, I'm starting to believe him now. Um, after he went to the border and started recording and having interviews on the border, um, I didn't believe him at first. I was really Well, again, it's not him. whether
7: we even know if he's good or not. What he's doing, the fruits are irrevocably hurting the globalist, And they're coming after him. So for whatever reason, he's done this
10: yeah and it, it's definitely helping us a lot. I have a lot of friends that um really didn't believe what I was saying until everyone who who had, who they've seen growing up on mainstream t v started speaking up about it. you know so now they're now when the COVID actually hit me and my father, my father actually woke me up to you um he the all our friends came to us and asking us like, what should we do next you know i'm a I'm a twenty eight years old and now I'm ex-gang member you know uh, you encouraged me to change my life and get get right with God. You know, so I just want to give you the kudos to that. You know, uh, I want to thank you and God bless you and Owen. I know it's going through, he's going through a tough time, you know. Um, but yeah, thank you, man, uh, for the opportunity to speak on your show.
7: I appreciate you. Anything else, sir?
10: Uh, no, thank you. <laughs>
7: Thanks for calling. Absolutely. They all want us to kill each other, folks. And we, we have to stand up against their propaganda, but we also have to come together and realize this is a, th- th- this is a one incredible time to be alive. Is what I'm trying to say. All right, uh, let's go to Cricket in Texas. Cricket, go ahead. Thank you.
6: Hi, Alex. Um, I'll, go, I'll go fast. So we sold our house. In, we're in a suburb of Houston. Sold our house to get out in the nick of time. And when we were sitting down yesterday with the title company, of course, I'm always digging about financial information and finding out from people what I can. This is a national title company. Uh, the person helping us had been in business it, for them for 20 years. She said this is the worst year ever. The company knew that this was going to happen, um, financial apocalypse. So they already did their cutbacks last year and consolidations. They said the only people getting loans right now are equity, home equity, equity loans. Um, and people are mainly, if in our area, they're either paying cash or not at all. So homes are unaffordable. She said that nobody realizes it yet, but it will start to show itself in 24 how bad the foreclosure rates will be, which I already knew. That's why we upro- uprooted our life and, and we did what we did. Well, um, the other thing, too, was in areas in Dallas, everywhere, all over America, I've checked with people, they have been putting in. And I wanted to see your opinion on this. Been putting no, I, mean, in I, I, I mean, I
7: don't disagree up front. I've okay. told my family. I've told the audience the economy is in free fall which I know is in for people to support us and buy our products. But I would ask people to like, don't give to that fake local church you go to that never fights the enemy. I'm not saying it's a tithe here, but buy products that boost your immune system and keep us on air. People need to decide what they're going to support, what they're going to get behind, what they're going to do. And, and, and I'm doing the same thing. Like I like to go to a steakhouse every few weeks. I'm like, you know what? Let's just stay home and, and, and grill here. It costs a third the price. Everybody needs to realize ahead of this, that it's going to get really rough because they're going to try to force us onto the world government system. They're going to try to bring in the mark of the beast right now, and it's going to get hard.
6: Right. And they don't, people don't believe it. As far as the Great Awakening, it's very hard to wake up. It's not, you can have a successful brain surgeon who does not realize and see what's coming. Um, Exactly. Let me elaborate
7: on that. Why during the lockdowns did the tech companies almost triple their profits, the average billionaire doubled their profits? They were sucking all in the money ahead of the next thing to raise the interest rates and then buy everything up. So,
4: uh, yeah, Alex, uh, thanks for you still being on the air. You know, there's one thing that I can't stand is a quitter, and you got so many people out here that just they want to moan and they want to they want to talk about how the system's not working. But if you look, every county has a Republican and a Democrat and sometimes an independent party. And and every precinct within that county has a committeeman, And those are the people that are elected by their neighbors that are the ones that do the footwork for their party. So if you're a Republican, you need to get involved. If you're a blue dog Democrat and you're tired of these liberal leftist Marxists taking over your party, get involved. Quit complaining. You need to... You know, you can't drop out. And there's people that sit at home and they just can't wait for the next civil war. Well, they don't understand. When there's when the big cities collapse, every transportation corridor goes through a big city.
7: I'm going to interrupt you because oh, you're, so, gonna- you're so on target. I want you to elaborate, brother. Listen to me carefully, listeners. The blue helmets aren't coming till after five years of collapse. The UN's taking over the health care system with treaties. They are defunding the police. Soros has already taken over almost all... Uh, of the DAs and the attorney generals. He's he's got like 40% of those. And they're, they're hitting us with siege. In any ancient war, they cut stuff off the city first. They surrounded it. And we're under siege right now in the softening up process. So all these good old boys, and I know, I hear them, whether I'm up in Maine or whether I'm up in Nevada or whether I'm in Texas or whether I'm out in the middle of nowhere in Florida or North Dakota or Nebraska or Oklahoma or East Texas or West Texas, I'll be pumping gas and a good old boy will walk up and he says, Alex, we're behind you. We're ready when the U.N. troops come. We're going to kill them. And I'm like, the U.N. troops ain't coming, buddy, till your electricity's been off for four or five years. And So, yes, we're in the war now. The country's being turned off now. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, because once that transportation system, gets, it can't move to the major cities. And I don't care where you live. Everything you consume, wear, or do anything with, gas, oil, propane, it's coming from somewhere else. And when that system breaks, people are going to be starving to death. Uh, I'd hate to live within $5 worth of gas of Chicago or any big city, because those hordes are going to spill out into the countryside, and they're going to be like locusts, and it's.
7: We've already seen it. We've already seen it on our family ranch in East Texas. That's literally 10 miles down a dirt road, 30 miles from even a small town. And when there was a hurricane hit Houston, there were illegal aliens and other people robbing farmhouses everywhere, including one of ours. There was nothing really of value in there, but that's a hurricane hit in Houston, 150 miles South of there. Imagine what it's going to be like during this. It's going to, it's going to be like Vigo Mortensen's The Road. Have you seen that movie?
4: I have. I have. And it, it's, it's pitiful. And, and, and with these people in the White House, they think they can fight two or three wars on one front. But as this thing escalates, uh,
7: they got the same bug could- Hitler had. They, they, I mean, they, they say we're invincible. The head of the Federal Reserve says we can win all wars at once. The damn woman can't even shave her face, she's got a beard. She's an old crazy woman that can't shave her ugly face. But she says she's a field marshal now, Bill. Oh, we're 15 seconds
4: on that nuclear clock. It's just that's what scares me to death. And all these Gen Z, you know what? They better get down to the recruiting station, take that ASVAB test and try to get them a good job. Because if they don't, they're going to be the ground pounders, the 11 Bravos, carrying a rifle.
7: What uh, the, the Pentagon admits fire. the draft's coming back. Exactly. Everybody that gets in now is going to have a better position. And the people that get conscripted are going to be cannon fodder.
4: Cannon fodder. And you know what? And, and yeah, I'm glad my son's old enough that he can't be drafted. Well, I don't know. Over in, in, in uh
7: the average age is 43 in Ukraine now. And people don't know what cannon fodder means. You literally, generals, and this is why they call generals so tough, they, it goes back to the Civil War and, and, and Napoleon before that. You have to feed people to cannons because you know your enemy's got, with your intel, so much powder and so many balls. Okay, so you put your worst troops up front to get eaten by the cannons to find out where the enemy's at and to expend their ammunition. Then you send in their, your good troops. So what you're saying is, Absolutely true. Historically, I appreciate your call. These are amazing calls, but I just, I can't get to everybody if I don't go to you. But, but let me use this analogy of Elon Musk. I wouldn't call him Darth Vader. That's more like George Soros, but let's say Elon Musk is a horrible, evil person. He's done some bad things, self-driving cars and brain chips and stuff like that, but he's turned course. But if you're sitting there like in Star Wars, uh, episode, uh, whatever it is, six or whatever, Return of the Jedi, And you see Darth Vader throw Emperor Palpatine down the reactor shaft to kill him. Well, you know, Darth Vader may have been bad before, but he just killed the the, the head demon. This is an analogy. I'm not calling for any violence. So Elon Musk hasn't thrown the Emperor down it yet, but he's throwing major operations down the mine shaft. I mean, down the reactor shaft. So here's a clip and here's my analogy. Watch your whole civilization destroyed. You yourselves, FBI. You're Darth Vader. Whole government. You gonna go along with this? Really? Destroy yourself. Destroy your own family. Or you do the right thing. You like the German general staff? Like, you know, to Hitler. Stand against the system. The system's here to destroy you. All right. The last caller said, Jones, I appreciate you not quitting. And I've had to build our own infrastructure, our own satellite uplinks, our own everything. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars in the last 29 years has gone into this place. Sounds like a lot. You read about globalist publications. Like a local newspaper goes out of business. It might be in a town of 100,000. You hear it was taken $15 $15 million a year to run the newspaper. They couldn't make the money. That's how much stuff cost. Okay. It cost this place $30 million a year. Or so to operate without all the legal bills with all the stuff that goes into it, just to serve videos out to everybody is, is you know, millions of dollars every few months. So yeah, I'll never give up. I'll never sell out, but I could give out. So I had a really uh, upsetting last few days. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday doing accounting every morning. And I am deeper in the hole than I knew. And Free Speech Systems uh, is barely, barely in the black. But it's still operating. But callers call in and say, couldn't you do more? Couldn't you cover this? That's why I get mad. I'm maxed out. I'm up against the wall. So here's the deal. It's your decision, and, and I'm at peace with this one way or another. I plugged this about six, seven times a month ago. We raised $190,000. DefendJones.com. It's Give Sin, Go. Great Patriots. DefendJones.com. You can put it on screen, please. Go to that URL. It takes you to the Give Sin, Go account. Raised $190,000. I personally, the goal's a million dollars. Sounds like a lot. I personally now am a million and a half dollars in the hole on legal bills. You understand that? And I'm selling my car and my my boat. What's that raise? Maybe 80 grand together. And I got a piece of property going on the market yesterday. Not worked that much. Maybe that raises me a million bucks. By the time that sells, I'll I'll owe two, two and a half million. Now we're winning this stuff, despite we've seen the press. And they've spent 20 million this year in the bankruptcy. The Democrats have. Democrat main party uh, law firm runs it. They spent over $20 million coming after us, trying to shut us down. And we got appeals they don't want us to get because we're going to win those, but that takes three years. As long as we keep fighting them, we stay on air. It takes money to win a war. So if you directly want to donate to me for my legal fund and my other personal expenses, I don't have money to pay my own expenses, but some of it goes to legal and then it goes to accounting and you know, my, my personal expenses, go to defendjones.com. I want to thank those that made donations. But to me, this is a no-brainer. They're devaluing your currency anyways. This is all going on. I don't want the average mom and pop or people that don't have money to donate. But there's a lot of middle class and wealthy people that tune in. And if you don't fund the revolution, we're going to lose everything. So defendjones.com, defendjones.com. And I need the funds because the judge ruled I got to pay half the legal bills. Well, guess what? That's back when they believed in the news that I had hundreds of millions of dollars. That wasn't true. So if I don't get a million and a half dollars in the next few months sounds like a lot of money it's not in this world um I will not be able to do this show and that's what they want is basically force me not not even to quit I mean I'll have to withdraw my bankruptcy and and then I, I I and then and then just and then they're gonna and then it's over so um, it's that simple go to defendjones.com, make a donation. And uh, there's great products at InfoWarsStore.com as well, like the Coil Silver, Super Female Vitality, Brain uh, Ultra. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance.